Hello, everybody, and welcome back in to the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and today I will be recapping the Auburn and Florida basketball game that occurred last night and giving my thoughts on that. But first, I want to give our listeners, our followers, our supporters uh, a little a little tidbit of, of what's been going on here lately with the Uptempo Podcast. We're in the process of, of getting some, some new equipment in and a new mic and and getting some getting some guys on the show um you know we got joel gunderson coming from from oregon and and he's gonna get on and talk about the dan lanning hire and the bo nicks move and and how oregon fans are feeling from transitioning from crystal ball to to lanning and the job that lanning's been doing while also staying with georgia and coaching in the college football playoff how he's been using the time zone difference to, to really work out on the West Coast. And and we're going to talk a little bit about the battles that, that the future could bring with USC and Utah and, and the Pac-12 trying to build something out there. And so you know, another guest that I've been in contact with is, is Cox by 90, uh, South Carolina guy. Really excited about that program. I said it on, on our last episode that, I really think South Carolina has welcomed themselves to the party. They they went out and got Coach Beamer, and they – man, they, they were projected by some people to only win two games this year. Some people had them three and nine. Some people had them two and ten. Uh, not many people had them over three wins. And they come out, they made it to six and six. They beat people like Florida – Auburn and they they beat North Carolina in their bowl game got to seven wins and I really think coach Beamer you know with the transfer portal and and getting Rattler in there and there's a lot of excitement around that program so we reached out to Cox by 90 and you know he said he's down to come on the show anytime so so we're gonna get him on here and and then you know we've also been in talks with uh, SEC sports talk and we, we're going to get on Twitter and do some spaces with him and, and get him on the podcast to talk a little bit about the, the SEC and what's been going on, talk a little bit about f- football, basketball. He said he even wants to talk SEC baseball, and that's something I, I've really been wanting to drive home and blow it up a little bit more because I, I don't feel like SEC baseball or college baseball really gets the attention that it deserves until we get down – to the tournament and and really get out to Omaha, then I think that's when it blows up. But but man, if you don't watch the regular season in college baseball, I'm telling you, you're missing out. You know, it's it's really really special, and there's nothing like a Friday night at Plainsman Park under the lights, and you know watching a good good SEC battle. And I you know I really want to get it to the forefront. And, and push college baseball heavy on this podcast. But now, moving on from that and and really digging into this Auburn-Florida matchup last night. And like I said, Auburn with an 85-73 victory. Auburn improves to 14-1, 3-0 in the South, Southeastern Conference. Florida falls to 9-5, 0-2 in the Southeastern Conference. Florida's two losses coming to Alabama and Auburn. And – you know, I want to jump into this stat line real quick. And and Castleton from from Florida, man, he was really working in the post last night, and especially in the second half. 
and I think he had 17 in the in the second half. I mean, he he was he was feeling it, and and he kept Florida in it. You know, I think Auburn was up like 13 at one point. I know they were up 13 in the first half, and it got a little rocky. Once again, turnovers for Auburn, but Castleton, um, he he. There was one point where where he hit he hit Cardwell with a little baby hook, and they they showed him running back down the floor, and he was just shaking his head, and he was like, "Man, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it," and he's just he's tough on the glass, offensive rebounds, uh, putbacks, uh, his his. His moves down in the paint are just filthy, and he, he's a hooper. And he was giving Auburn the business, man. He he had Auburn gassed down there last night in the second half. He had Auburn he had Auburn gassed. But you know, jumping into this Auburn this Auburn stat line, you know, Walker Kessler with an off night last night, got in some foul trouble, and and he was two of five from the field, eight rebounds, six points. Uh, Jabari Smith was four of seven. Also in in some foul trouble there. Uh, he was two of two from three. We'll talk about one of those threes here in a minute. He had five rebounds with 13 points. KD Johnson, seven of 13, three of four from three. Also hit a big three in, in crunch time to close things out. Auburn went on a little run. We'll talk about it here in a minute. But he finished with 23 points. Uh, Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams, man, what a guy, what a dude, man, what a dude. Could start, could start for majority of teams in this country, and he's coming off the bench for Auburn. He could start for majority of the teams in this country. An absolute baller. He got on some ISOs last night. Florida couldn't stop him. He got to the rim, hit a big three. Uh, really had a complete game out of Jalen Williams, and he stepped up with with people going to the bench for foul trouble. Man, Jalen, he come off the bench, uh, stepped up, was working the glass, uh, getting into the paint, getting getting to the rim, getting buckets. Uh, just just a big big game from Jalen Williams, and and you know, I want to turn to a guy who he didn't score last night, but. He might have been one of the biggest pieces to Auburn winning this game, and I feel like he gets so overlooked sometimes. And that's Dylan Cardwell. Dylan Cardwell. Walker Kessler gets into some foul trouble. Dylan Cardwell comes in. Did he get worked a couple times down low? Yeah, he did. But Castleton's a great player. But Cardwell, at one point, man, he's diving into the stands Trying to trying to save trying to save a loose ball and he does, and he daps he daps one of the fans up. He's like, "Hey, let's go, student section, get up!" All right, his defense. He didn't score a single point, but his defense impacted the game down the stretch when we had people in foul trouble, our star players in foul trouble, and Cardwell's out there gassed, just just fighting fighting with Castleton in the paint. I mean, he was on him like white on rice. And and I mean just just a huge huge piece of Auburn winning last night and you know I feel like he, he sometimes he doesn't get the credit he deserves and then you know one person I really want to talk about is is Alan Flanagan and Auburn 
with their full their full healthy roster last night. No no COVID, no nothing. They had their rotation ready and and flan. There was a point in the game, you know, Auburn's Auburn was in foul trouble, and Jimmy Dyke said, "Hey, where does Auburn go here for offense? What does Flan do? Back to back possessions, easy buckets at the rim, and like I've said in multiple recaps, multiple Auburn basketball recaps, getting Allen Flanagan back made this team even deadlier. I'm telling you." Best defender. Auburn's defense is suffocating. It is suffocating. And Allen Flanagan, getting him back, and Jabari Smith, Katie Johnson, and Walker Kessler can be on the bench, and Allen Flanagan can go get you a bucket. They can beat you in so many different ways, man. And Wendell Green Jr., you know, Wendell Green Jr. would start, he would also start for. 95% of the teams in this country, Wendell Green Jr. would also start. But he comes off the bench for Auburn. I'm telling you, Auburn is the deepest team in the country, and it is going to be super tough to knock them out in March. It is going to be tough. And Wendell Green Jr., 5 of 10 last night, 2 of 4 from 3. We'll get into another logo 3 by Wendell Green Jr. 13 points from Wendell Green Jr. Uh, Auburn shot 53% from the field, 44% from three. I think Auburn was 30 of 56 from 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 the field. There were eight of 18 from three. My biggest thing, and I absolutely love it, 17 of 22 from the free throw strike, 77%. If Auburn – if Auburn's shooting 77% as a team from the free throw strike, <laughs> man, they're going to be so tough to beat. They are going to be so tough to beat. And won the, won the rebounding battle last night. Once again, 39-31. Auburn, you know, we said it earlier, the St. Louis game, we got destroyed on the glass. And, and ever since then, really, Auburn has, has flipped the switch. And I don't think they've lost a rebounding battle since. So, you know, turnovers at 16 last night. And, and you know, that that's cutting it down. Every game, Auburn has cut the little turnover. They cut the little turnover difference down a little bit. Florida had 12. We had 16. But it wasn't it wasn't that, that 19 or 20 or 21. And – you know, I've kind of accepted the fact that, you know, it's just kind of how Auburn plays, man. It's kind of how Auburn plays. They push it. They get out in transition. And, and you know, they're always looking to get out and run. And sometimes, like I've said in, in previous recaps, is Auburn gets a little ahead of themselves sometimes. And instead of pulling it out, running half-court offense, there's times where they get out in transition and – they fumble it, they turn it over, and you know they're usually they usually have a, a, a 13, 14 point lead when they start making these these turnovers. And you know each in the last three conference games, the LSU, the South Carolina, now the Florida, they've jumped out to big leads. And what do they start doing? They start turning the ball over, 
and the team starts slowly getting back, hit a three, get get a couple free throws, get fouled, get a couple free throws, and they slowly trim that Auburn lead down. So that is that you know that's a concern, but I've kind of accepted the fact that that's how Auburn plays, man, and and, and you know that they're gonna keep getting out in transition, they're gonna keep running the floor, um, you know. I mean, the lob from the logo last night to Cambridge, you know, I mean, Auburn's just so athletic, man. They're so athletic. They got so many dudes. Zepp Jasper, just, man, they got so many dudes. I could go on and on about each player. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Um, You know, like I said earlier, Walker Kessler got in a little foul trouble. Florida pulled within one point. With about eight thirty left, sixty to fifty nine, and and this is my my big talking point on this episode, and it it uh, it all comes back to to excuse me to Jabari Smith Jr. I feel like every single recap I do, it always comes back to to Jabari Smith Jr. He's he's the he's the momentum killer, folks. He, I think he looks for the big shot. He wants the big shot. And when Florida pulled with them one, you know, they're beating their chest like, hey, let's go. What happens? Auburn brings it down. They kick it to Jabari Smith. He steps into a three. Bang. Knocks it down. Auburn up four. And, you know, after that shot, Auburn went up four. Auburn 16-4 run. Auburn went on a 16 to 4 run. And that is what I've been talking about in previous episodes is Jabari Smith is the best player in college basketball, people. He is. And him and Walker Kessler are the best. I mean, they're the best at what they do, man. And and you know, I, I sound like a broken record every time I get on here, but it's gonna be so hard to knock them off. I mean, you saw it firsthand last night. They got in foul trouble, Jabari and Walker, and they still won by 12. They still won by 12. You got people like Katie Johnson. Ice is the game. Seven points in, in closing time. The last two minutes of the game, KD hitting a big three, getting to the bucket. Seven points in the last two minutes to ice it, to close it out. He's so difficult to guard. He's so difficult to guard. What a huge get from Bruce Pearl. Can't say enough about him. And and Auburn's bench, man, 35 points again. What, what was it against South Carolina? That What did they have, like 41 points, I think it was, or something like that? Insane, bro. Auburn, 35 points off the bench. <laughs> I'm telling you, because their second unit, their second unit could probably could probably uh, get a bye in the SEC tournament. <laughs> That's how good they are, you know. And and I never, I never really felt like Auburn was in trouble last night. I never felt that they were in trouble, even when it got to a one point game. You know, just big shot after big shot, man. Auburn, they have so many guys that they they can go to, and and they know that. And so, you know, turning now Tuesday night, Auburn fourteen and one. 3-0 and in conference. They have to go on the road to Coleman Coliseum. And 
you know, all Auburn, it's going to be tough. It's, it's, it's going to be tough Tuesday night with, with Alabama losing at Missouri yesterday. And, and, you know, it, it's a rivalry game. And I see a lot of people, you know, oh, Auburn's going to blow them out. You know, hey, ease up. Alabama's a good basketball team. They just haven't figured it out yet. But you saw it in the Gonzaga game and in the Houston game. And I'm telling you, they it, it, once they get it figured out on the defensive end, Alabama's going to be there. And and stop with the Alabama NIT talk. Let's stop that. Stop that. Stop, stop, stop. The SEC is the best conference in college basketball. I said it. I said it. Stop with the NIT talk. Stop it. Because I'm sick of it. I, I heard it last night on Twitter. Just, just stop. I know a lot of it's people, you know, throwing jabs at Bama and and taking jokes and all that, but but stop. I, I can't wait for Tuesday night. I, I think it's going to be an absolute dog fight. I think it's going to be a battle. And you know, I I, I, th- I think I think Auburn is set up for a deep run. I really do, and and I'm excited. I've I've posted on social media multiple times. Do I go ahead and buy Final Four tickets? It's in New Orleans. I'm, I'm two hours away from New Orleans, and I'm I'm so excited, man. I, I really think Auburn could make a deep run, and you know, closing out. Me and DG are going to hop on here, and I want to turn to football a little bit. You know, with the game. Uh, coming coming to us tomorrow night, and we're gonna do a little preview and and give our picks and and who we think is going to 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 hoist the trophy tomorrow night. Does Georgia get over the hump, or does Nick does he keep dominating? Does he keep dominating Kirby? So I I thank y'all for listening to my Auburn basketball recap. I hope Auburn can get a big big victory Tuesday night. Over the Bammers and uh, and and the Gumps, I know Gump Twitter's on fire, and and you know we got we got a Natty tomorrow night, and then and then we got the big basketball game Tuesday night. So a lot to a lot to look forward to, and I thank you guys for listening. And it's going to be a busy next couple of days. So appreciate y'all, and I'll catch you on the next one.